We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the NFL free agency. We're going to play some spitball and what is going on in the NBA. So stay tuned. Did this shit my whole life. And we're back. Yeah, mm. yeah. What's good? Yeah. It's kind of a good. new look to the podcast. The yeah. fuck does that mean? Well, like bosses in here and be stepping in. It's yeah, been a while. Step in. Step in. Yeah. Collared shirt always. You know, obviously, I'm gonna make a comment on Impy's appearance. Damn. Just it. wearing I, a regular ass shirt. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not that regular. Oh, this shit is thick though. It's, it's a T with a collar. I honestly thought I wasn't wearing a collared shirt. I was no, about to say, yo, I'm not even wearing a collared no, shirt. No, no, today. this is thick. This is T H I C C. Thick shirt. Oh, all yeah, around. Thick. Thanks for. Uh, it's kind of fly though. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. I like it. the color scheme. You know this what I'm shit, saying? This shit is yeah. definitely comfortable as hell. Less corporate starting next week. You already know. I don't know what that means. Um, but, yeah. you know, we... Let's get it. We're also on video. We are. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see this beautiful face in action, that beautiful bald head, the, just the shininess. I wonder if the lights in here shine off my head on the camera. I can tell you right now, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I could see a reflection. Oh, there you go. 100%. That's, that's the goal. Hashtag. <sighs> How is everyone's, like, week... I feel like we haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, man, I've been here in a while. I I hate listening to the podcast where I'm not there. I know, and that's I like a it. running joke in the group chat that we have about veterans <laughs> minimum because every time Tim has to miss an episode, he's always like, "Oh man, I really yeah. want to do that one." Though. Damn, but I can't believe I gotta miss this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I do though. <laughs> I want to do them all. But last week when you guys were talking about. Whatever the hell you're talking about. I kept wanting to argue with you to the point where I got frustrated and turned it off like 20, <laughs> 25 minutes in. That's fine. You're, you you know I'm down to always yell at you. Yeah, That's no. one of my favorite things. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, anyway, let's talk about NFL free agency. A lot of things went down uh, these past couple of days even. I feel like in the last five minutes, there's a lot of shit that went happen. Before you get in, <laughs> we get into like 
every individual player you guys have noticed a new trend with the contracts how you're not seeing a lot of five six year deals anymore you've seen sure. a lot of guys with two three year deals get more money guaranteed mm-hmm. S- similar like the kirk cousins kind of deal where guys are getting three years all fully guaranteed or for the most part like 85 percent of your contracts guaranteed and it kind of makes more sense for the athlete and for the team yeah for those of you who are listening, you don't know if you don't know, NFL contracts aren't fully guaranteed, uh-huh. unlike your NBA contracts, like your MLB contracts. So I feel like us Jets fans will know. Like I feel like this started with like Revis, like when Revis was like all of his like free agent career. Like I don't really care about five year deals. Like tell me what's guaranteed. Like he was always big on those like two year, what like forty million dollar deals. Yeah. And so, but I think a lot of teams also realize sue right sue just got cut from the dolphins mm-hmm. they got out of that contract after three years because why are you going to pay a defensive end 120 million dollars mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense so nobody's giving out these contracts anymore it's a lot of the three-year deals also we mentioned that yesterday on degeneration bets obviously a cheap plug that the the contracts now are all being set up for the new cba in a couple of years because you remember we're coming up on the anniversary of the strike year mm-hmm. right so that's going to play into it too a lot of people are calling Kirk Cousins a hero and a lot in like the inner circle of the NFL because think about what he did, right? He played under the franchise tag for two years. Before that, it was unprecedented. Then he took he got a fully guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the first time anyone has ever done any of those things. Yeah. And he's doing that for five straight years. You like that? Yeah. And look, he, he trusted in himself. He bet on himself. And he forced owner's hands. And he got exactly what he wanted. So he got he is very very much like kind of paving that direction that Nick was talking about with the three year deals and the guaranteed money being the focus. Isn't this sort of what's happening in the MLB as well? Didn't we talk about that where like MLB players weren't getting signed to like these crazy deals, and that people were like weren't we were talking about how they weren't signed yet? We're like yeah. what's the deal? And then we had that conversation about how, you know, I mean at least I was saying like you know there's the elite of the elite that they're that are the exception but for the most part you don't want to sign for someone for like six years and it's like I, you know you get three out of them that are i think productive. the difference is the owners in baseball didn't want to give out those contracts at least in my opinion i thought because why would you want to give a guy a nine-year contract 10-year contract and the last four or five years of them you're getting him at 45 percent of what you paid for exactly whereas in the nfl it's a lot of the players that are pushing for this mm-hmm. and it's the players that are accepting these deals so I think it has to do with the culture of the games as well. It's a young man's. It, everything's going to is becoming a young man's game. Uh, basketball, baseball, football. Uh, I'm sure hockey's doing that, but I wouldn't fucking know. But there's that there. It's becoming a young man's game. So like, if you're signing a guy who's 27 years old to a contract until he's 30, the team's thinking, okay, I only have this guy for three years, and then we can go to a younger guy. What the 30-year-old is thinking is, okay, I can now cash out twice. I can get guaranteed money on my 27 and in my 30th year, especially if you're playing a position like quarterback and especially if you're playing – like Kirk Cousins, for example, he signs when he's 30 years old. He's going to be 33 years old at the end of this deal. He's going to get another huge deal if he continues, continues to play well. Yeah. So he, he's got two inked deals coming. So And it makes the most sense, in, sense. In, in football because obviously the risk for injury is – probably higher than every other sport out there mm-hmm. so it's like you'd rather have like a big two-year deal than a four-year kind of like you know not much guaranteed kind of deal you know what i mean no so anyway I, let's let's get into some of the moves that were made here uh first one that i have on this list watkins sammy watkins 
Going to the Chiefs. Talk about a deep threat. Talk about two deep threats now on that team, right? And Patrick Mahomes, who uh, was a deep, who can throw the ball. ball. Got the cannon. It's going to be an exciting offense. For me, this is a a a W for the Chiefs. I think it's a giant L for the Rams. And the Rams have been doing the right things. Giant L. It's a. They give up a second round pick for this dude, and they let him walk after one year. From that point, but they're also chilling. I feel like giant L. Yeah, I mean, in that case, yeah. But yo. If you give out a second round pick for someone, yeah. you're expecting them to come back. And you know, you know, he, he's coming off injury. He's also was their fourth option on that team offensively. That's true. Right? Yeah, Gurley, Robert he Woods, who last much. year, this time last year, I shitted on. I yeah. said that like I thought he was gonna be trash. And then Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Yeah. Cooper Cup. So I, I think Watkins was yeah, like the fourth option there. You know, I'm off him as a wide receiver when I first heard this. I'm not a fan of Watkins. And then I realize he's 24. Yep. Right? Matt is, Young. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, if you look at it from that aspect, that this kid's still young. And he's, like, he's nice when he's able to play. Mm-hmm. He does have a lot of injury stuff. But my one biggest issue is in Buffalo, we defended him because he didn't have a quarterback. And then last year, he had a quarterback. Jared Goff balled out. And McVay's mm-hmm. a bright mind. And he didn't really was... Jared Goff was also getting uh, used to other yeah. receivers. I don't and then I feel like this could be a good fit with him. I think we're going to see what Sammy Watkins is going to be for the rest of his career when he's in Kansas City because there's not much else there. You have a gadget player in uh, Tyreek Hill. Hill. I was, was going to say uh, Taylor Hill. Not the much? You think there's Bro, not there's much? a lot there. No, 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 but I'm saying like, no, but I'm saying like at the wide receiver, like deep threat position, like who? It's Tyreek Hill and Sammy Tyree Watkins. Tyreek Hill is more of like a gadget guy, like behind the line of scrimmage, give me the ball, like off the line and shit. It's not like a deep threat, deep post kind of guy. Yes, he is. He, I don't he know. does a he little is. bit. Of, he can do a little bit of both. No, nah, but like, I feel how you're looking at it. Yeah. I, he's a different receiver than Tyreek yeah, Hill, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like he's without a, a doubt. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Like, doubt, yeah. there's no one on the team to take away from that. True. With Jared, with, with, in uh, St. Louis, you had St. Louis. The Rams. In LA, you had you had. Um, fucking Robert Woods and shit. Like, uh, Jared Goff was getting used to like these certain guys, and then he came in. So it's like I can see how he was taking a while to get acclimated yeah, or whatever. But I, I don't think that's that's fair because Robert Woods was there for one year too, and Cooper Cup was a rookie. So they all were at the same playing field. Mm-hmm. Maybe Gurley had the advantage because he was there the year before, but everybody was there for the first time with Goff. Yeah, I guess Be- so. Best part about this is that Watkins is going to be the fourth option on this team. It's going to be yep. Tyreek Hill. His role won't change, yeah. Hunt. It's going to be Kelsey. <laughs> right. And now, you know, he, it didn't work out in L.A., but that he was probably being used incorrectly in L.A. Now you got Andy Reid who loves spreading the field when he can. Loves throwing. If he could, he could would throw the ball 65 times and run zero times. So mm. I think it's a, I think it's a good deal. Uh, for Watkins and the Chiefs, and I think the Rams kind of got asked out on this, but I, I really like the, the Rams offseason besides that, honestly. Yeah. All right. Uh, another one we have here is uh, Robinson going to Chicago. Mm, Allen Robinson. To me, it's Good. like whatever. I, I, what? I like it. I Why? like it because young, I hate fucking, what's yo, his name? Mitch. Mitch. Trubisky, young quarterback, you need a big body receiver, a possession receiver, uh, you know, a safety blanket. I think that's what he is there. I don't know. I, you think it's a safety blanket? I mean, you, think about, you, you need a big body. Think about Allen Robinson before his prime. Like, I mean, in his two years ago when he had his best season, the reason why he's so good is because he's fast and big. They haven't had someone like that since Alshon Jeffrey. And, and Kevin White was supposed to be that guy. He's Joey's, Joey's guy. Right? It's my guy. So you got Allen Robinson, who's like the prototypical possession receiver. On the other side, they signed Taylor Gabriel, who is going to be the speed guy. Right, and then you got Tyree Cohen and Jordan Howard in the backfield, and then you got Trey Burton at tight end, which we're going to talk about a little later. I think that's a nice plethora of weapons for a young quarterback who honestly 
Jeff Fox held him back last John year. John Fox. John Fox. Jeff Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Shout out Jeff Fox. Jeff Fox. Thirty-two on Jeff, on, Jeff uh, Foxworthy. Not that he's one of our. Who's Jeff fan. Fox? No. <laughs> no. Jeff Jeff Fox on Twitter. He's always tweeting us. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I guess or was it so. Matthew Fox? I don't know. Regardless. I got my foxes confused. Anyway, yeah, he fucked up. Um, any fox except Fox News. Anyway, so you, you got. <laughs> <laughs> so you get. So I don't. So you got all these weapons and. And John Fox held him back. So let him air it out a little bit. Let's see. I'm not sold on Trubisky sucks yet. I don't, I don't know how anyone can be. And now head coach of the Bears is Nagy, Nagy. right? Nagy, yeah. Uh, Andy Reid's disciple. Yeah. Right? West Coast o- offense. Offensive mind. Hey, at the end of the day, Chicago, win for them. Allen Robinson, good player. I'm just not sold on like, oh, this is going to be the reason. Yeah, like we win Jag- games The now. Jaguars made it to the AFC title game, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. With yes. With Keelan Cole, uh, without boy, him, with, with yeah, without him, what's uh, Mickens, whoever the fuck that is, Didi, like, well, shout, you know out Didi. shout out, shout out, Didi, Didi Westbrook, Didi the truth, but you know, Marquis, but uh, listen, they but, got there without him, sure, but that doesn't say anything that's not a bad slight about to him. him. No, 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 yeah. no I, it's it's just saying how deep the, the wide receiving core at, at in in Jacksonville is, but I'm saying like Robinson to Chicago, I'm the reason why I reacted the way I did because I'm kind of like. All right, whatever. Like, I don't think this is going to win them more games and shit. Like, I think that... It's lukewarm for you. If nah. It is. It's kind of like... All right. They're, obviously, their wide receiving core got better. Allen Robinson, tremendous wide receiver. I just don't have faith in Mitch Trubisky. That's the only well, thing. Well, that's the thing they're also testing, too. Now, sure. now they can't be an excuse that his number one receiver is Clay your boy Mer- Kevin White or Meredith. Ke- Cam, Cam Meredith. That guy's going to fix his, fix his calf Cam. or whatever the fuck that so is. So now you got him some weapons and you're doing it the right way. You're yeah. off, you got a young quarterback. Let's, Why not? Do it, not right do it the right way. We got to do it right. Let's not forget when we were sitting in this seat last year, we talked the same shit about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz went and got an Allen Robinson-type guy in Alshon Jeffrey. To be his number one guy, Carson Wentz took that step forward. So don't give up on a guy because he had a poor system with poor weapons, with a poor coach, and a poor scheme. Don't give up on him just yet. I'm not ready to give up on him yet. No, I feel you on that. I, I've always harped on you need a offensive mind for a young QB. So they went into that. And Allen Robinson is boss's guy. Yeah. Yeah, he fucks it up. Shout out to yeah. boss. Boss is not here. Yeah. Sure. Probably should have said that. At, anyway, yo, you guys didn't even mention that I wasn't on the show last week. No, we week. did, like 50 Fuck minutes you. in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we have uh, Andrew Norwell going to the Jaguars. Good signing. Upgrading the offensive line. Uh, very good signing, I think. Yeah. yeah uh, he was an all-pro last year. Yeah. I had a, uh, ready for this, ready for this, I had a source uh, closer to the Giants say that he was ours. And then they just came out of nowhere and just upped the, up the deal on him. And they offered him $13 million per year. And then he went down to Jacksonville, so... Panthers would have wanted to keep him, but they just gave Trey Turner big money and Matt Khalil big money. And so you can't, you know, give big money to three guys. Which is weird that you brought in guys that weren't a part of your organization. And this guy you actually drafted and groomed. And he's your own kind. Uh, he was actually undrafted out of Ohio State, but nonetheless brought him in. But yeah, yeah, yeah meaning the, yeah. First, the first team he played for was your team. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And he's still young, so. No pun intended. This is kind of a changing of the guard. <laughs> it's a changing of the guard because... When, because <laughs> guards don't usually get paid, and guard and like the consensus is don't pay guards, don't take guards in the first round. But all of a sudden, you're seeing a lot of pressure come from up the middle in in this new day and age where guys like Aaron Donald and the entire Phillies front four, uh, Phillies, the entire Eagles <laughs> front four, and 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 these guys who are in the middle who can create pressure up the middle, guards need to get paid now. So, no, this is a changing of the guard here. Hmm. All right, I like that play on the word. I mean, yeah, to help. You know, I mean, I'm out here. I'm out here rhyming. I'm out here. Help out, fucking Fournette. 
that line could always use some help. True that. Uh, Case Keenum going to Denver. I like it. I mean, I think we'll see like what Case Keenum is is made of in Denver. Like, there's no like he had a great year with uh, the Vikings, but we'll see what happens when you have weapons like you know Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. These are good guys. I think the Vikings had wep- have I would, weapons. Though. No, no, no I'm saying, I'm, but yeah. what I'm saying yeah. is like Case Keenum, like for the most part, is not like this guy, like the the year he had. But let's see what he does. Like uh, now you're in a different system. It's like it's not the same year. We're starting a new, we're starting over. You still have weapons here in uh, in in Denver. So let's see let's see what you can do. I think that if he is the Case Keenum of last year, like the Dem- Broncos are like pretty good. Shout out to Case Keenum getting two years, thirty six million dollars. I hey, when you play like that. Yeah, that's what happens. Home run for him. Yeah, um, his agent was hyped. MVP but every candidate though, halfway through the season, MVP. He was candidate. in the discussion. He was never the favorite, but yeah, he yeah. he had a great year last year. If you're Denver, I, I think you still probably should take a quarterback in the first round. And a lot of people are now talking about Paxton Lynch being a dud of a draft pick a couple of years ago in the first yeah, round. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but he was to their defense, he was kind of like a second round. Yeah, they twenty second. So. They drafted him twenty second. Yeah, no, think, he was I, in the twenties. Yeah. I thought he was like first round guy. But like twenty nine? No, am I crazy? N- nah, I think he's closer to twenty than to thirty. Yeah. yeah. But regardless, I mean, home run for Case Keenum. I don't know how I feel about it. The guy was like you always say, Tim. He had the perfect the perfect year where he had the the great offensive coordinator. He played indoors. He didn't need to worry about harsh conditions. Now Denver's a tough place to play. Where's that big helmet? <laughs> Yo, 20, 22 TDs to seven interceptions last year, 3,500 yards. If he can duplicate that and put back-to-back seasons together like that, he's going to get paid somewhere, like real paid. How much better is – this is a conversation I had with Nick. How much better is Kirk Cousins than Case Keenum? Exponentially better. Really? Well, you I'll, think so? I, I think yes. we should have say I was going to bring let's that up when it. we got to Kirk. Yeah, I know. Wait, All right. wait. Yeah, that's fair. Let's okay. 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 That's let's, a conversation for a few minutes it. from now then. Uh, Richburg to the 49ers. Go ahead. Uh, I mean <laughs> – Look, he was hurt. He was hurt last year, but he's the one offensive lineman that's competent for the Giants, and they just let him walk. So I don't know what more to say to that. N- nice signing if you're the the Niners. You protect your franchise guy and Garoppolo, and you kind of got him on a cheap deal. I remember PFF last year going into the year, he was top five centers that they had him rated as, and now he just went over to San Francisco. So that's a great signing for them. I like Richburg. He was the one bright spot on a shitty offensive line for the last three years. Fun fact, I said that the 49ers were going to be a dynasty <laughs> this time last year on the NFL preview show, and you guys all laughed at me. It's coming. Well, it wasn't this time last year because the preview I show was I still will tell you to kind of like all right, relax. Fine. In the offseason last year, I, I'll still tell you to relax. No, yo, it's coming. Why did you say Sh- that? Yeah, that's Because like, I believe in Kyle Shanahan, and I said they're going to put it together, and they're going to find the quarterback somehow. When you say it's coming, like what, what do you mean, though? Like They're about to run the league. They might win the West next year. Seattle is completely ha- had an entire culture shift. What Seattle's the exodus of guys like Michael Bennett That's a bar. and and these dudes. Th- this is not just them losing good defensive players. This is them completely going through an entire identity shift. Like they their identity has been inside the Legion of Boom for so long, and now the Legion of Boom is not there anymore. Yeah. So in Seattle's out, and then you got Brad- Bradford in Arizona, who you don't know what the hell he's bringing. The Niners are right there. Yeah, you didn't row. mention the team that won the division though last year. You see how interesting it gets. I didn't yeah. do that. That's yeah. I did it on purpose. Let me let me yeah, make himself look better. Let me Niners rock. won five in a row at the end of the season. Let me so. rock, though. Yeah, because they got their quarterback. I mean, the Rams are going to obviously give him trouble. Uh, Albert Wilson to Miami. Okay, 
So this should be good. Yeah, this is gonna be great because <laughs> our entire lives we're told that we should try to be the best we could be. We should try to strive for greatness is LeBron's hashtag. We should, you know, uh have our vitamins, be better uh friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, and then mediocre gets eight million dollars a year. And I I might be, be I might be polite saying mediocre because Albert Wilson is I getting kinda are being polite. Eight million dollars a year. When I saw that that is horrible. You started taking reps. I went, <laughs> I went straight to the park. No, I, I just, I, I just instead of doing ladders, he's doing ladders. Yeah, instead of doing twelve reps of the bench press, probably could do four now. You know why? Why be the best I could be? You know, just be <laughs> mediocre. Why be prepared when you do a podcast? Just show up and wing it. You know, that is, it's unbelievable. And let's also factor in that Miami's three best players, you could say, were Landry, Sue. And uh, Ajay going into last year, yep. all three of them are not on the team anymore. And what do you have to show for it? Albert Wilson, baby. We get Tannehill back. This is going to sound crazy. Oh, if you're going to defend this, I'm leaving. I'm defending it. Oh, my but God. But really? For just this little bit. I'm not defending the signing. I'm defending the Dolphins' plan. Right? A lot of people are shitting on the Dolphins. They're saying, we don't understand what the Dolphins are doing. And I understand what they're, where they're coming from. I don't really understand it either. But let's look at the guys that they're getting rid of. Right, Sue. Landry, they just released Mike Pouncey, mm. right? These are guys who are uh, JHI they traded. These are all guys that had reputations for being bad character dudes. But you deal with it when they're also your best players, though. I think that what they're doing is they're trying to have a Landry culture. Landry was a bad character dude? Because he... he, he it was all the attention on himself at all times. He was the only one who he was, was like their best player, though. though. Obviously, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying... Adam Gase clearly wants good character guys in the locker room. Uh, we've seen this work before. I don't know if bringing in Albert Wilson for $8 million a year is the answer. Definitely not. Danny Amendola for another fucking ridiculous contract, right? That's not the answer either. Yeah. So I don't know if they're replacing the player, the bad character players with good players, but they're definitely getting rid of the bad character guys. That's Yo, Amendola doing. and Wilson together are not half the receiver that Landry is. Mm-hmm. Not half. And Amendola crushed in the playoffs and he was Brady's go-to guy. It'd also point, be interesting to see how he does without Brady. Yeah. It's also going to be interesting to see what he does in the Miami nightclubs. He's got a fun three years ahead of him. He's also got a Mr. Hot He's cuffed up. Yeah. And she's he's one not, of the elite. He's not, he's, he's not leaving the house. He's not leaving the condo. Yo, yeah, crazy. Mm. Olivia Colbo. And then you go to Miami, though. He's from... So yeah, but a Miss Universe, though. Miss Universe. Like, that's... That's... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how yo. big the universe is? There's like... <laughs> there's like... Rock. There's like six... Space Force. Girls hotter than Miss Universe on the, stri- on the strip in Miami right now as we speak, I guarantee it. Literally, like, I have yelled at you for being stupid <laughs> many times. You're fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about part. an Instagram model. We're talking about a girl no. that was Miss Universe. Miss Universe. Yeah. That's a different ball game. She's Literally. also intelligent. I'd let her shit on me is what I'm trying to say. Poop. Cosine. He would, down. He's, Wilson's from Florida. <laughs> he's from Port St. Lucie. Shout out the Mets. Uh, uh, yeah, Poor Grant to the Ravens. <laughs> oh, back to back, <laughs> back to oh. back. We got good ones. Yo, our friend Josh, we all know Josh, huge Redskins fan, and I've always said that if if you could be honest with yourself about your team, you could be a very smart, intelligent fan. When he saw that contract, he just wrote LMFAO in all caps, individual text to each one. He said that's one of the worst contracts he's ever seen, and he signed with Baltimore, so, but he was a Redskin, and Josh saw him. And we all saw him, a number four, five receiver, punt returner, gunner. Yeah. Come on, man. GMs have to, these GMs must see something that or maybe else doesn't. Like, no, this I is the kind of signing that makes me makes me really consider 
going back to school, getting a master's, and becoming a GM because that's horrible. Yo, Sorry. He's not getting drafted in a Madden League in the video game. He's not going to be on your fantasy team. Oh, he, he might if he's the number one receiver because you always want a number one receiver. But for the most part, awful signing. It's not like the Ravens didn't try. Like the Ravens were that person that just asks everyone to the prom and no one says yes. So you end up going with like <laughs> the, the girl or the guy that no one wants to go to. And you guys are just kind of. The good girl. You guys, are, you guys are just standing there like this the whole time. Sick. Want to yeah. dance? And that's it. That's the that's that's it. John Brown too, shady good signing for the Ravens though. I think that if John Brown can stay healthy, which is a lot because sickle cell anemia is not a joke. Uh, I, he he, that's a good signing. That's someone that I can see having success in in Baltimore, but it's going to depend on his health. Hmm. Uh, Kirk to Minnesota. <laughs> All right, so Tim, yes. How much better is Kirk Cousins? Than Case Keenum, head and sh- heads and shoulders above him. I also, I, I'll agree. Yeah. Okay. I, so my question, part two to that question, is Case Keenum had a very he had a great year last year. Yeah. So how much more could Kirk do off that great year? I, I I think you don't sign Kirk Cousins as an upgrade for for Case Keenum in weeks one through sixteen. You sign him for an upgrade over Keenum in the postseason. Which think, he has no success in the postseason. I mean, he's only had one one game, right? Cousins, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, that's it's a sm- very small sample sample size, but it's what he can do, right? You can't compare the two years because you could even say that that Keenum had a better year than Cousins last year, but you got to look at what Cousins went through, right? He had no wide receiver from the very beginning. His entire offensive line got injured. His entire backfield got injured. Mm-hmm. His best receiving tight end got injured. It was literally him and a bunch of IR guys around him. So. In terms of that, and he still had a good year. And he still, despite the fact that he was being pressured like crazy, he had a good year. So I think that if you're talking about an upgrade over Keenum, if you're looking for a stats upgrade that's going to be ridiculous, like I don't, I would say 22 touchdowns and seven interceptions would be a bad year for Kirk Cousins. You think he's $15 million a year better, though? Yeah. Well, not $15 million a year better because Keenum got a 32, 32 million. 32, no? Yeah. So that's like. So what was that? 15 Annually, fifteen. So and then is he, Kirk just got th- three for ninety now. True, and it's all guaranteed. I do. I, I mean, you got to in this league. You have to have a quarterback. You have to have an elite one, and I think Kirk Cousins has the ability to be an elite quarterback. Do you not think that that Kirk is that much better than? Keenum? I I just think I like, but you can't compare. Like I I like to look at like big picture, like longevity. Yeah, like you think that Keenum, like he had a good year, but, and you could even argue that. The Vikings. I. I mean, it's, it's. Look, it's tough. It's tough. The Vikings had a great year, yes, but that. The, I don't think that's their like potential. Like they played bad in a game mm. where you would rather have Kirk Cousins in that game than Case Keenum. They. I, uh, I, it, if Kirk plays the best that he plays, they're gonna have the same record as they did last year. But in that game, you'd rather have Kirk than Case. No. Yeah. So I. I feel like we're being very harsh to Case Keenum because I don't think he played that bad in that AFC, NFC title game. Defense gave up 17,000 yards to Nick Foles. Sure. So if they win that game, we think about this completely different. Yeah. If they win that game, Kirk Cousins a Jet. True. <laughs> Case doesn't go man. anywhere. I, th- my Wait, heart. you think so? Yeah. Because it was down to the it's Vikings hard to and get the rid Jets. Of yeah, yeah. Until number 12 leaves New England, no quarterback's going to want to play in that division unless they get drafted. Uh, Having to play him twice a year and knowing that you're not going to win the division. Nah. I think number 12 has spited the Jets 
the Bills and the Dolphins in many, many ways. And that's also, I think, another reason. And, of course, he's going to be the oldest player to ever live. Yeah, he'll play until he's like 55. Yeah, of course. Though, so, yo, the new uh, the new time, Tom versus time, time versus Tom thing, Giselle is like fed up. She's like, yo, we need to. Wait, she wants him to retire? Yeah, she's like pushing it. Apparently, Jay Feely, the old kicker, she like pulled him aside when he was doing an interview with Fox and was like, listen, you need to get him out the league. Wow. The word is, is that he's had a lot of concussions the last couple of years that he hasn't told anybody about. And Giselle obviously sees him every day and she knows about it. She got and she's she's like afraid. She spilled the beans on that. Yeah, yeah. She's the one that, that leaked it initially. Yeah. Damn. The Jew. You got the T. You know you love football when you're like. Excuse me? You have the T. What's that mean? Like you've never heard of it? Like. Oh, you know what I'm talking. You must know. Yeah, what I'm I heard about. you got the Jew. I was like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, too. I was like, I said you got, the, you got the juice, and then oh, like, okay, yeah, you okay. got the Jew. I was yeah, like, I heard oh, you. Hold too. on, <laughs> you know you love football when you're like, yo, Giselle, chill out, back up. Yeah, she's like Miss Universe level elite. I'll be honest with you, Giselle. Here we go. Not as hot as Olivia Culpo. Well, let's be fair, though. There's like a 15-year difference, yeah, too. Like Prime 40. Giselle was... <laughs> she's like 40. Too tall. I'm just saying. Too tall, you said. Uh, Burton to Chicago. Love it. Same. Yeah. Tim, the floor's yours. Okay, so I, I talked about it. Burton's a great receiver. He's he's not going to be in, in the tight end packages that require running run blocking. Uh, he's more of like a, a finesse tight end. Yeah, like not even like maybe a slot receiver that plays closer to the line. Mm. Spread. But he's a spread. Yeah, he's yeah. a spread tight end. But I like the I like the addition that he adds. I think that he was one of the more underrated players in the free agent market this year. One dimensional, sure, but he plays that one dimension mentioned very very well. I think that he's gonna be really good. I really do. I think it's definitely an addition. Yeah. Every time Ertz <laughs> didn't, every time Ertz, well, you know what I mean. Ertz hasn't played the last couple of years. This kid stepped up, and there Fair hasn't right. been much. You wouldn't think there's much of a, a drop off. And Zach Ertz is top three tight ends in the league. We yeah. can say. And correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of times during uh, the year when Zach Ertz was out on plays and fades, you're like, "Hey, Trey Burton, yeah, always yeah. seems to Anytime. fill in. Yeah. He's, he's and he's cheap, so let's get him in there. Like, you know what I mean? I think this is a good signing for Chicago." Um, oh, uh, also uh, going back to Nagy. Yeah, if he could replicate Travis Kelsey, kind of yeah. well, Kelsey's a lot more physical. But you got to think of the success that he's had with tight ends mm-hmm. now coming over to Chicago. At least yeah. the patterns are going to be the same. Yeah, got to figure. Uh, Nate Solder, that's Giants. The floor is yours. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, you, need, you, the you needed it. You needed it for sure. Yeah. Uh, like I told you guys before, we st- we started recording. I didn't like that six seven months ago he wanted to retire, and now they just broke the bank for him. I'm also very hesitant anytime Belichick lets go of a guy with not much fight to it. That's also a red flag for me. But yo, they they've needed help. You know, send help. Like I always like to write mm. in the group chat when something goes wrong. They they need help and they got it. Hmm. When it comes to Solder. The Giants needed him at left tackle because now not only do they gain a left tackle, they also gain a right tackle. Eric Flowers' original position was right tackle. You got to say he's going to be better at right tackle. You could, it's hard to be worse than he was at left left tackle last year. Uh, but I mean, Solder got super overpaid. Like that's the highest left tackle contract in football right now. He got super overpaid. This is a guy who had one of his worst seasons of ever this year. Uh, he was mentioned a couple times as like a problem in New England. 50, 51 total pressures on the quarterback. That's fifth worst in the league amongst any left tackle. Um, but he is a great run blocker. The only problem is like he's he's run blocking for Jonathan Stewart and Orleans Darkwa. 
So uh, Jonathan we're gonna the Giants are gonna have to do something there. Maybe a Saquon Barkley type move. So uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I think that the Solder contract is is good for what they needed for the, the Giants. But I do think they overpaid by a lot. But that's what that's what as Nick said. That's what free agency yeah, that's is. what free agency is. And Everybody's overpaid. And tackles get paid. You know. Yeah, but I Left mean, tackles. you're paying him more than Mike Marcus Peters and everyone. I don't know. Marcus Peters is a corner. You Sorry, Jason, uh, Jason Peters. Peters. Yeah, it's all right. We got two Tim I'm bombs. Back. Two Tim bombs on this one. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> Fucked it up. Uh, McKinnon. I wanted him on the Jets. Love this move, man. To yeah. San Fran. Love it. Are you kidding? I, I like McKinnon a lot. This has Devonta Freeman written all over it, yeah, bro. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's going to have fun with him. So much fun. I, I would draft him in the second round of fantasy drafts last year. Next year. Excuse me. Whoa. Whoa. I would. I am Can all I be in over that McKinnon. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would like to McKinnon. be in that league because no, he's gonna have second round value. But if I'm picking the front of the the front of the, I'm getting him in the third round because no one's gonna no one's he's, gonna value him the correct way. I'll say he's the late third round. Yeah, sure. Like who's who's going to who's gonna take reps from him? Matt Breida. Matt Breida's gonna be the change. Isn't even the change of pace back. He does the same thing. Matt Breida's the breather back. It's gonna be McKinnon's backfield back there, and it's gonna be a lot of swing passes outside. A lot of Devonta Freeman, Tevin Coleman type stuff coming out of there. I love this move. I really do. I, I think they overpaid for him. Yeah. The fact that he's the fourth most expensive running back now in football is kind of crazy, I think. Uh, Minnesota gave him up with no fight. Everyone knew that he was going to be gone because they're getting Dalvin Cook back. That's another weapon to that offense we got to remember, too. <sighs> Dalvin Cook went down. And if it, he should send some money to Dalvin Cook because if he didn't get hurt, I don't think his role would have been yeah. what sure, it would have been. Sure. And this is a guy that was just a bona fide returner for the most part. And he was a real gadget player. And then once Dalvin Cook went down, that Murray and, and McKinnon one two was pretty solid. I think it's important to realize, too, that this guy was a quarterback in college. I was just going to say that. So he's, he's learning the position while being able to play it. And for the first time ever when he was behind a good line last year, he played really well. He showed he, He's one of those spark score guys where he's just his athleticism is off the charts. I love the move for San Francisco. I, I love what's going on in San Francisco. That might be like my second favorite like shady team. Georgia Southern quarterback. That's so crazy. I also like what San Francisco's doing. Uh, Wilkerson to Green Bay. <laughs> Two years ago, I think it would have been fantastic. I think he's reached his peak as a player. <laughs> there, I don't know. There were rumblings that like... So he's from Jersey, right, Tim, if I'm not mistaken? He's from the East Coast. He's like... I'm, I'm almost positive. He went to Temple. I there were rumblings out of like the Jets that like he was hanging around with the wrong people, hanging out with his friends from back home. Like I don't really know too much into it, but let's go to Wisconsin. And, yeah, he's from Jersey. Yeah, so you know what? Let's get your ass in Wisconsin and and not worry about anything else. I need like outside issues, and maybe he'll turn it around. The only reason he got a contract in Green Bay is because Mike Penton is there. And Mike Penton was his defensive coordinator when he was with the Jets. Mm -hmm. Is that when he had his best years? That's when he had his best years under Rex Ryan. So, I mean, he still sees a guy who could be that pro bowler, who could be the guy that got the giant contract that he hijacked the Jets for. His his heart's not there. His motor's not there. Like He has all the physical skills. He's one of the biggest, fastest guys in the NFL. He should be able to rush the quarterback at the pace that he did uh, the year that he got the contract. Instead, he took his foot off the gas. He got comfortable. He took the money, and he ran. And I don't want any part of that guy if I'm the if I'm the Packers. But then again, the Packers defense is so bad. You need to, they need to do something like make a splash with a has been sort of dude that may have a comeback like Wilkerson. It's only five mil. 
three million with in incentives, so eight million total. So if he performs, he's gonna get paid eight mil, and he'll deserve that eight mil if he if he performs. You know what I'm saying? So sure. We call that low yeah. low risk, high reward. Yeah. Interesting what Green Bay is doing. Green Bay is kind of going off Green Bay script. Graham. Yeah, J- also next. Green Bay. Yeah, I love it for them. Um, he's not going to be a very effective in between the twenty yard line and the twenty yard line, but one of the better red th- red zone threats in the league last Will year. Will he not though? Maybe a lot of drops last year. Yeah, a lot of drops. A very lot true. Of, a lot of bad drops. And yeah. and the issue I have with your red zone threat, like teams on average are in the red zone four to five times a game. So you're only effective those four or five times a game. Right, you know uh, Ryan Rosillo. I know Impy listens to him all the time. He talks about like when people talk about NBA players and like, is he a Hall of Famer? He's like, the quicker you get to him, oh, he won a gold medal. The the less his argument is, like the less his resume looks, because a lot of people have gold medals, especially if you're an American dude that ends up playing there. And uh, like Jimmy Graham, if if your best argument is that he's a, a great red zone threat, yeah, sure. But what are you to me inside the twenties? I don't think they need him inside the 20s. Like, but, but I also think that he has the ability to do that. And if you can do it anywhere, it's going to be in Green Bay, right? I, yeah. I mean, th- the Packers historically don't know how to use the tight end, right? But Yeah, but they also like, what is it, Jared Cook and Martellus Bennett? No, well, well, Bennett this year was hurt. And who then he that's had a what I'm of, saying. And who then Jared, was two years ago? Who right. The, that's what I'm saying. Like, you had these guys. It's J- like Jermichael you know, Finley. Jermichael Jimmy Finley. Graham is like... You know, a different kind of player than them. I think he's, you know, he's better than they are. He did take a step back last year. He's not the same guy he used to be when he was. Yeah, but I think if you can revive your career or whatever from the Jimmy Graham that we like knew, like when he first came onto the scene, you're kind of like, okay, Jimmy fucking Graham. It's like, you know, a rod. I think the reason that you get Jimmy Graham is twice a game, you put him in motion on the goal line when you're on the five yard line, you go to the outside. You get to read if it's man coverage or not. And if it's man coverage, you don't waste any time. You drop back three stops, just steps, and you throw it to the six seven guy in the five ten corner. And you're gonna to to score a touchdown, just like just like he did ten times for the Seahawks. Not only that though, that also provides another person on the offense that you have to game plan for. I True. Because like. if you don't game plan for Jimmy Graham, he he could kill you. Good point. It could happen. Especially with that quarterback back there. Um the Jets. Jermaine Johnson. Overpaid but necessary. <laughs> I mean, look, he. I mean, what we paid fifteen mil a year for him. Yeah. On the op way, he's probably worth ten to twelve. You pay a little bit more in free agency, like we've been saying. Like, and the Jets have tons of cap space. And in the NFL, you have to spend your money. You can't like. It's not like the MLB where you can like just sit on dough. You have to spend it. So, I don't hate it. Big corner. Yeah, in a system like Todd Bowles' yep. system, you yep. need a good secondary. Yep. Now they have Jermaine Johnson, they have Marcus May, they have Jamal Adams. If you add a second corner, well, which could happen because of well, if they bring Morris Claiborne back, it will be another sure. like six-two corner. They'll have two over six-two corners on the on the outsides, and then the two young safeties. I love the way that sounds, uh, but yeah, a little overpaid. But. You take you take a look at maybe what's it still in free agency too. Honey Badger. Honey Badger has ties. So if you can bring him in, mm-hmm. that's that's a nice little backfield. I hope Honey Badger goes to the Jets because I think there's one team he's perfect for, Dallas. Hmm. I think Dallas would be a dope fit for him. Yeah. And I hope he doesn't go to Dallas. Uh, Tremaine Johnson, he's dope, man. He's another guy underrated who started the bet on myself thing. 
He was franchised back-to-back years. Overpaid, yeah, sure. But, I mean, that's just how it is for you to get free agents. Best cornerback in free agency. And the Jets uh, desperately needed one. So, I'd say that's a good move for the Jets. Can't shit on it much. I agree. Uh, also, Isaiah Crowell. Nick put it perfectly in the chat. It's Chris Ivory again. Chris Ivory all over 2.0. Again, which I'm down. I also didn't know he was 25. Another thing like Sammy Watkins. Crowell? Yeah, right? Yeah. Does he feel like he's 31? Like at least 29. Yeah, yeah. 25, the dude. And, and I know that a lot of people... It's it's hard it's hard these days to see the true nature of someone because it's so easy to say he busted fantasy wise so therefore he sucks in real life. Mm. But despite the fact that he wasn't being used at all, like at all. I remember I I went on a a pod like in week 11 and I just ranted about how Crowell had like 60 yards in the opening drive and then received one touch the rest of the game. Like I ranted about it and I mean that this is a guy who's averaging every single year of his career over four yards a carry. He has one year we averaged four point five yards a carry. Last year he averaged four point two yards a carry. He's a bruiser. He's a he's a guy that fits the system. He's gonna take pressure off the quarterback, whoever the quarterback is in New York. I like it. Cleveland said coming into this year that uh well last year, uh that they were gonna use him more because he was like killing and they just didn't give him the ball because they were down. And but that didn't happen again. So maybe if the Jets can get out to some early leads, you'll see uh an uptick in Crowell. It was I do game. like him though. I but I'm not like, you know. He's solid. Like yeah, I, I think that's why guy. I think if all goes well, he could do something like Chris Ivory. Didn't Chris Ivory finish like top five in rushing one year? Like his best year with the Jets. I think he was third in the league in rushing. Or am I bugging? No. You I think you're thinking about Thomas Jones. Thomas, Thomas Jones. Jones played very well for us. I think he might have been third in the AFC. I remember. I, I do remember, I remember Chris uh, Chris Ivory being like super nice for you guys. I don't think he ever went over a thousand for us. But I'll check that now. But he, he played a key role for us because it was him and Bilal Powell as a change of pace backs. Now Bilal Powell's still there. And you got Joe McKnight, too. Uh, not Joe McKnight. Oh, R.I.P., who his, yeah. uh, his yeah. killer got 30 years. Oh, thanks, bro. Thanks. Appreciate that. What? That was my spitball. Oh, uh, well, you should mention <laughs> what your th- Oops. No. You should mention what your things are. Elijah McGuire. That's what I meant. Oh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, Bridgewater. Two gloves. Yo, also to the Jets. He might I, be the third string quarterback by the end of the year, though. I, I don't think start so. Start the season Yo, as the third string quarterback. I know you hate this. I know you. I'm sorry, but oh. he had over a thousand yards in 2015. Chris Ivory. Did he? Okay. Yeah, he was I'll, third I'll, in the AFC in, in rushing. I stand corrected. Yeah. Who's who the guy you're talking about? I'm Bridgewater. Sorry. Bridgewater. Yo, I love the move. And look, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. But if you're looking at the at the quarterback landscape outside of that, besides the rookies, like just the the free agents. He has the most untapped potential of them all. Fair. Like, he has the highest ceiling of anyone you're going to sign, maybe outside of Bradford. Yo, you like this movie, said? I love it. How come when Boss was telling you a couple weeks ago that we might get Bridgewater? Because I didn't want Bridgewater because I wanted Cousins. Oh, okay. All right. But if Cousins fair, is fair. out, but Bridgewater's a good backup. But then we just signed McCown. That makes no sense to me. Like, yo, the guy was a good leader, and he cried on the stand <laughs> when he broke his thumb. I get it. I do. But what the fuck is he doing for you? What the fuck is well, bringing he had back a good thirty-five-year-old quarterback doing for the Jets? He had a good season. He did. But he's, what is that doing for us? 
He's gonna put, he's gonna groom the guy you guys he, take at six. Yeah. Put, put, no, no, no. We have to move up. Don't don't get that twisted. If that's the case, if that's the case, if we got a guy, yeah, he's a great locker room guy. Well respected. The second he got signed, everyone hit Twitter. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Everybody loves him. He's cool with being the starter, or he's cool with being the backup in the room, tutoring these guys. And that's why I like the signing. But if, if that's the case, I'm a, I'm a, I'm cool with it. No, for sure. Yeah. You want Baker Mayfield? I no. want him. No. Oh, I no. thought that's nah. What you were the twins, say. the Brodo twins, want Baker. They love Baker. Yeah. No. Really? Personally, uh, look, I don't think that Baker Mayfield is going to be a bust. I think that he has the potential to be good in the NFL. He could be a Drew Brees type. Who knows? Right? Except more mobile. But. I don't want him on my team. I want him f- as far away from. I want to root from a distance. I want to root for him in fucking Oakland or wherever the fuck he's gonna go, like somewhere as far away from New York as possible. You need thick skin to. I make, want him to go to the London franchise, whatever that fucking comes. Need, I, I want to be from a distance. You need thick skin to make it in New York. You need a personality, in my opinion. Eli Manning, God bless his soul. I don't know how he did it, right? Because Eli, so Michael Strahan said it best. If Eli like. Won the Super Bowl or, or lost a game, it's same the same face. reaction. Yeah. Same no, face. shucks. Yeah. <laughs> Another uh, pick. So that's uh, sort damn. of unique to me, right? Like that. That's sort of very unique. But I think you need some, you know, hair on your chest. I think you need a personality to make it in the city, and I think he has that. And I think he wants to win, you know, better than anybody else. Truthfully, I really believe that. I think he has like, like that desire to win. Truthfully, I really do. Like hearing him talk, all that. He did really well. You're gonna laugh. Him speaking at the combine, he did a really good job. I just I just look at all these short white guys. <laughs> it sounds like Impy's planning for Baker Mayfield. I mean, if I see uh, all these short white quarterbacks that never make it, like these short white running guy quarterbacks that never ever make it. What do you mean? He's just another one. You were Manziel and, and, and Crouch. Yeah. Well, what other ones? Yo, are you? Eric Crouch. That, like, how many other ones are there? You're That's making it guy. Like the Nebraska. Re- There's two. Right, Julian Edelman. He had to t- transfer to wide receiver. And he's yeah, a beast. But he's, but he's nice. <laughs> yeah, he's All right, nice. maybe Baker Mayfield be a good wide receiver. And hey. and Edelman slings. Slings. Nah, but I think he might be good. I just don't want him on my team. Yeah, I. Yeah. You heard it here first. I don't want Mayfield either. Baker. I feel you on that. Baker. I like that. You 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 root from afar. Yeah. All right, uh, Jordy going to Oakland. Can we talk about him getting cut first? And, and yeah, he got cut. And then from, signed with Oakland. From Green Bay, yes. All right. So they paid Devontae Adams last year, number one wide receiver money. And then if you're looking at it as a GM, you line up their years. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers going down, Devontae Adams, and uh, what was the backup? Hundley. They, they had like a man crush on each other because Adams was catching 120 passes a game. Right. <laughs> so I think Nelson at this point of his career is no longer that home run threat he used to be. He hasn't looked the same from his ACL surgery. He's still solid and productive. I put that stat in the in the group chat when Rogers targets Nelson. It's like a 78%. I just pulled it up. You ready for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. 470 of 705, almost 7,000 yards, 6,900 yards. 65 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 324 first downs, 123.9 passer rating for Rodgers when targeting Jordy Nelson. <sighs> yeah, that's just the Talk trust. Talk about in sync. That's that's the that's what uh, Tom Brady has <laughs> with Edelman. That's what Rodgers has with well had with Nelson. Right. right? Nelson's double covered. He'll still throw it in a spot because he knows Jordy will go get there. And yo, that's big. Uh, Rodgers came out and said like, yo, no one. What's good with no one talking to me? You guys got rid of my QB coach. You guys got rid of my number one wide receiver and my best friend because they're always they're they're like boys, you know. And that's his guy. 
And you saw how at the beginning of last year, Brady, we were wondering, like, what's up with the Patriots offense? And I came on here and I was like, yo, Edelman's Edelman. not there. Gone. Right? They're going to be fine, but eventually they're going to be fine. And eventually they were fine. And now with Rodgers, it's like, yo, third and eight. Right? He got you 11 yards, and you knew that back shoulder shoot. They made that play famous. Like yep. that, you know how we talk about Randy Moss getting Moss? Like the back shoulder, when you think about it, bam, Rogers to Nelson. Yep. That, the bootleg. The bootleg also, point, the bootleg. and then bam, what's up? Just so on the same page. The bootleg Do you guys post. like him in Oakland? I think that Jordy's future, and I don't have the stats in front. I wish I had the stats in front of me. I, I dropped the ball on this one. He's really good out of the slot. And I think that mm. his future is a Larry Fitzgerald future. If he moves to the slot, yeah, great. Route he can runner. extend his career to a couple more he years. He could extend. I think that he could still be effective. But if you have him on the outside, he's lost that step. He's not fast anymore. Let's also face it. He's a white dude on the outside. Eventually, they all got to come inside. He's yeah. not as quick no more. And he had an ACL surgery. Come on now. You think he was he was he getting guarded by the number one corners on other teams? He was and, uh, up yeah. until like the second time they played the Vikings, and then they were like, "Yo, Xavier Rhodes, come on, just go." Take Adams, because also Adams was seeing 12 targets a game. And now, do you think he'll see the number two corner? I think so. Right? I think Cooper, people, hey, I know know Tim isn't the biggest Cooper fan, but a lot of people. Not at the end of the season, though, right? Yeah, he went off for every two. But, yeah, I think that they'll still treat uh, Cooper as the number one there. Yeah, so, it's interesting. Well, so I I, I would like to see him come out of the slot. Crabtree also being released is interesting. Crab. What team would you guys want to see Crabtree go to? Do you know what's funny? I think Dallas is the perfect place. I think he's the perfect replacement for Dez. If Dick, they why? Because Dez. he's where he wears a chain. No, nah, yo, I, I was gonna say I hope he goes to Seattle, Arizona, say, the well, Niners, just to see him beefing with Talib again. True. <laughs> yo, that's that's Chain's the only thing it, where yo, I, I guarantee you. Yeah, tuck that nowadays. Come on, two in a row. Yeah. Yo, a, a, a network would get high-ass ratings if they just put a camera on those two whenever they were on the field. Like an exclusive channel just for that. They have to now at this point. Yo, it's, it's hilarious. It, it's been going on for about three, four years now. I also don't understand the chain. Like, tuck it, bro. Or not wear it. I remember growing... Uh, or not wear it, yeah. Michael Crabtree's always been a, a loud-ass, like... Yeah, but character like, like but that. Sorry ass receiver. Like, yo, Des like wears <laughs> big ass earrings and shit. It's like, yo, bars. you're on the football field, dog. Like, yeah, take it off. But he does exactly the same thing Des does. He's a red zone threat. He he he's runs a possession the, guy. He I think runs he's the field a lot better than uh, him. I was gonna say something crazy, but never mind. Word. Um. Anyway, uh, Dion Lewis, Dion Lewis, and Malcolm Butler to Tennessee. I think the Titans' plan is acquire the Patriots. Hey, not a bad plan. <laughs> if you can't beat them, be them. Mm. Oh, now they have they got Logan Ryan, and Malcolm Butler at corner. They got Mike Vrabel at head coach. They got uh, more Patriots all over the place. Deion Lewis in the backfield, which is a great compliment to Derrick Henry. Deion Lewis in his entire career only has three hundred and twenty-four carries, so you know he's going to be the third down receiving back, and Derrick Henry is going to get the first and second down looks. I like it. I think the Titans are on the on the rise. I I uh, I like the Titans offseason moves. I like I like the fact that they don't have to be hampered by Demarco Murray anymore. He's gone. Probably going to be in Seattle, which I think if you're Seattle, it's a good move. Um, but who are you talking about? Demarco Murray. Demarco in Seattle. Why? Yeah. Why didn't Malcolm Butler play in the Super Bowl? 
It's I. There's like 27 different reports. Yeah, it's everyone all has rumors. different answers. There's reports, and then he refutes all of them, and you're like, all right, what the fuck's going on now? Like, I don't know. You know, it'll be some shit in like 10 years when he retires. He'll write a book about it and just like throw everybody under the bus. Yeah. He definitely fucks somebody. What? The only way you get benched in the Super Bowl is if you fuck someone's family member. I feel like. All right, so here's the thing. What like if Belichick's it's cousin's daughter? Okay, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, if it's but what, what if, if it's that dude Underwood or whatever? He got cut like the day before the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, so that was fucked. A years ago. He probably fucked his wife or something. Like that's wild. <laughs> now here's the thing, right? No ring. What kind of player though? Like if say you're Belichick, yeah, right, and I'm an assistant coach, and I come over and I'm like, yo, look, Brady just slept with my wife. What are you gonna do about this? Day before the Super Bowl. You're going to be like, like yo, fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah, right? You're gonna say, like Malcolm Butler in the end of the day was kind of expendable in that situation where whatever he did, if it was Gronk doing it or Brady, they're not benching him. Is he expendable though? I feel like he was like a solid corner for them. Right? <sighs> a lot of people were ripping him throughout the year. Like he didn't have a great season for his standards. He was used <sighs> differently. Remember two years ago, one of the, one of the things that was like pioneered by Bill Belichick was they doubled the number one wide receiver, and then they put Malcolm Butler one-on-one against the number two wide receiver. They didn't do that last year because Stephon Gilmore's arrival. So when when he was put on an island by himself, you kind of saw that he's not the guy that people just were assuming he was because he made one great play in the Super Bowl and had one good year against number twos. I'm glad the Jets didn't get him. The Jets were heavy in on him. Uh, but I think it's a good move for the Titans secondary that needed help. You know, so good move. I, I think it's not. He's not definitely not a shutdown corner. I, I wouldn't put him amongst the top ten to fifteen corners in the league, but he's somewhere in, in between fifteen and thirty. And you guys like Deion Lewis? Love him. Yeah, Deion Lewis is dope, man. I thought the Giants should have made a run at him. He would have been nice because Shane Vereen, you know, he he got to go just because he's never available. Yeah. And I'm a big Shane Vereen fan, but you know, your best ability is availability, as they say, and you're just always hurt every other game. Hmm. Deion Lewis has shown the ability too to just car- carry the ball as well. Can I ask from a fantasy perspective though? Doesn't it like if you had your eyes on Derrick Henry, doesn't it suck? It's of like course. yo, finally they get rid of Demarco Murray. I'm chilling. I think the I know he's gonna get cr- 400 carries. And I then, think the Titans would be crazy not to give De- Derrick Henry the ball three times. Three. Like, uh, like uh, the first three down, like first, second, and third down. Third down too. Well. Nah. Not third down. I'm it's sorry. It's gonna be but Henry like, first and second, uh, and then Deion. Yeah. Well, what I mean is like he has to be the main guy. Like give him majority of the carries. I think he will be. 100. percent He has yeah. to. Oh, for sure. But when you just, get a guy like Deion Lewis, does it scare me? I hope not. I could see how it could. Because but I'm he's saying legit. It, it scares you because he's legit, right? Yeah, it's he not. Is a it's legit not like Orleans Dark was going to be his back. You're like, oh, all right. It's Le'Veon Bell and him, the only bell cows in the league. Is there a better third down back? Alvin Kamara. I mean, I wouldn't really count him, honestly. In fa- fantasy wise, though, like you got to look at Alvin Kamara and say, would I pass up on Mark Ingram because of this guy? The answer is no. I don't think I would pass up on Derrick Henry because of Deion Lewis. I think they both play two separate roles. Everyone that has Derrick Henry in like a keeper league, yes, yes, because of what I just said. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or they're they're fucking. I hope they do that. Hanging themselves because they thought they were gonna have Derrick Henry nice. back That's what in, in a yeah, run yeah, first I'm, a, I'm in that boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, the last thing I have here, uh, Honey Badger. Cut. Mm. (laughs) J-E-T-E. Yo, I heard some people say that he has has a baby mama. Is that the the official term? The mother of his child lives. Todd Bowles' uh, uh, stepdaughter. Todd Bowles' stepdaughter is the mother of his child. And she obviously is Todd Bowles' stepdaughter. (laughs) I... They said that's a good tie to the Jets. I'm, I don't know. 
in my experience, when someone is a baby mama and not a wife, plus baby mama at the same time, you want to be as far away from that person as humanly possible. I also think the ties is with Jamal Adams, LSU, LSU brotherhood. Yeah. And uh, if they bring back Mo Claiborne, that'd be good too because I think they were teammates together at the time at LSU. Yo, Honey Badger's dope. It's just that his contract was a little too crazy. Mm. $9 yeah, million he- dollars a year coming off two ACL surgeries too. And he had a down year last year. Yo, in the NFL, if you have a bad year, it's a wrap for you. It's mm-hmm. huge. You need to legit be... That's like $5 million. <laughs> Yeah, you, you need to be a guy like Aaron Rodgers who's had seven, eight elite years, close to a decade, where if you have one bad year, it's like, ah, you know what, we still know what we got. But when you're a guy where it's, you had a good year, you got hurt, you had a good year, got hurt, and then it's that, yeah. doesn't Un- work. Unless you're Sam Bradford, who's made almost $200 million in his career. That guy, whoever his <laughs> agent is, that is unbelievable. He's probably just laughing 24-7. He's probably... <laughs> He's at home just like, you fucking idiot. Again? You guys didn't learn the last three times this didn't work out? Crazy. Yo. Crazy, crazy. Good signing for Arizona, though. Who else are you going to sign what for Arizona? S- no, that's horrible, dude. Why? Who else you get? Arizona has a very small window right now. They, there is no window. There that window no has window. been... There, yeah, it's closed. Well, look. It's done. There's a crack open in the window a little bit still. Slam there's shut. There's a drift They locked through. the top of it. They have the old 80s windows where you have the... You, this, it's always cold in the apartment no matter what you do. You know, it's that window, but and you definitely if you have Mike Glennon as your starting quarterback, then fucking put bricks up in front of the window. Isn't but, Carson Palmer and Sam Bradford the same exact quarterback? Sure, but the same issues that worked for a little while though. Carson Palmer it worked for one year, two years. I don't think I don't think it makes sense. Hmm. They they caught lightning in a bottle bottle on a has been quarterback twice in a row. Kurt Warner and uh, what what's his name? Palmer. Palmer. And now Bradford is a has-been, oft-injured quarterback, just like those guys were. Palmer had Bruce Arians, though. Bruce Arians isn't there no more. This is a great point. I, I, I'm not saying it's a great move. I'm not saying the, the Cardinals will contend in any way. I'm just saying out of the quarterback class that was out there, if I'm the Cardinals, I'm taking a shot on You're going to laugh? I'd rather have Josh McCown. I would, too. At least I know that yeah, his, sure. his, he could drop back, step into the <laughs> throw, and I know his knee won't blow out. And but he's not wearing those break. big shoulder pads. I just keep thinking of the shoulder pads. Sam Bradford with the big shits on. And you know that no when he gets injured, no one says anything to him. He'll like, cry. yo, dude, let's let's get, let's tighten this up. Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't look cool. Let's make it. Let's make it let's <laughs> Word, make it yo, eight. you don't look cool at all. Terrible. Yeah. Baker, hey. Baker Mayfield wears like kicker, fucking <laughs> yeah. pads. Those shits are like stuck to his shoulder. He needs a bandana on. Those are four seven. <laughs> Grabbing his dick. Big fan. <laughs> Not of his dick. Let's move forward. That's what you say. Uh. Let's go to spitball here, mm. Tim. What a spit? You, now, I'll, now he don't I'll do it. I'll spit on my own fucking timer, right, man? Don't tell me what to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, first one being uh, do the crime, do the time. <laughs> Nick kind of gave this one away earlier, but Ronald Gasser, who was convicted of manslaughter for killing Joe McKnight, got 30 years in prison uh, for that manslaughter. Which manslaughter is a murder of passion that was not premeditated so you don't get life sentences for manslaughter so 40 years is the max sentence he got 30 it's kind of a weird thing though i agree well the you know don't get me started on the american legal system <laughs> yeah well, let's move on next one donations <laughs> uh the ncaa tournament is up and going and uh if you join the bracket good for you follow it if not i'm sure you are donating your money because everyone is this is the time of year where everybody places bets and brackets on a lot of teams that nobody really has any idea of mm-hmm. 
And uh, Vegas says that they acquired just as much money on this opening weekend of the NCAA tournament as they do for the Super Bowl. A lot of quiche. Do it for Benson. Tom Benson, owner of the NFL's Saints and New Orleans Pelicans of the NBA, died Thursday in New Orleans with his wife. At a side, team announced he was 90 years old. Uh, Mad what, bread, yo. Benson was one of, own, uh, one of three owners to own both an NFL and an NBA franchise at the time of his death. He was widely credited uh, for keeping both teams in New Orleans when their futures were in doubt. Mm. So shout out Tom Benson for keeping them boys in New Orleans. 90 years old, owned two teams, died with your wife by your side. That's a pretty good life. What the fuck else do you want? Rest in peace, Facts. Mr. Benson. Facts. Jeez. Major move, minor league. Uh, the minor leagues will begin every single game with a runner on second base and extra innings. Mm. This is a move that is has been toyed around with in the majors, and they are trying it out in the minors this year. From the 10th inning on, there will be a runner on second base to start every inning. Interesting. I don't know how. I, MP looks like he's going to be sick a little bit. I don't get it either, man. I don't get it either. I, I would it. put him on first. Second base? I would put him on first. God forbid. Yo, boss said this a couple of Two weeks ago. flies. How I'm in baseball's there. in such an unfortunate spot where when the game's 1-0 and it ends in two and a half hours, it's a boring game. And then when it goes five hours and it's 13 to 11 with all the pitching changes, it's too long. It's like, oh, you can't win. Yeah. And this is just another thing where they want to cut, uh, cut time and all that. Just speed it up. Just too much. I would have put him on first. I think that's better. Um, no, because then you set up a double play. Yeah, but dude, he would, shouldn't have even been there to begin with. Yeah, but then you got one batter and you have two outs. That's so a competitive disadvantage. Ask any manager. I bet you they'd rather have a runner on first with no outs. Than a runner on second with no outs? No, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, if you were to ask them, would you rather have a runner on first with no outs or no runners on first at all? I think it depends on who's coming up in the next inning. That's I, If that's, Albert Pujols no. who grounded into 30 double plays last year. Not true. Any manager up. will take a free runner on base without a doubt. Think about that. You get a free runner on base. I feel you too. There's yeah. no way you're saying no to that. But it's better if it's on second. Agreed. That's not what I'm saying, it's though. it's too much if it's on second. I don't agree. I think if you're going to do it, do it at second. Don't do it at first. Here we go. Put him in the middle of first and second. Just let him stand there. <laughs> see if he gets picked off. Yeah, see what happens. Uh, uh The Elite Eight. Juventus, Sevilla, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, Man City, and Roma are the final eight teams in Champions League. I'm rooting for Sevilla. Sevilla with a big upset over Man U. A lot of people going crazy. That's like the... I got you right now. That's like the... Steelers mm-hmm. losing to the Jaguars in the playoffs. Yeah, they, we just had that happen too. It's a big upset, you know. It was. Um, two thumbs down. A couple injuries in the NBA. Uh, well, one of them ha- has already been going on, and one's new. Warriors guard Clay Thompson fractured right thumb. Will be re- reevaluated March twenty second. Team announced yesterday. Sources say Thompson can miss up to two weeks. That would be seven games. Uh, and then Celtics coach Brad Stevens says guard Marcus Smart will reevaluate, uh, you know, treatment on his right thumb as well next week before making a decision. Uh, he could potentially not re- return this season. Yo, Impy, two thumbs down. Solid title for that right? mm-hmm. segment. Yeah. yeah, good shit. Two two thumb injuries, right thumb injuries. Fucking fantastic. I like it. That's I like crazy. It too. Brownie points. Those are bets. A big deal though for for both of those teams. I think a lot of people give Marcus Smart a lot of shit. 
They're going to see how much of a difference maker he is now because he's a fucking bulldog. Probably top five defender in the league, yeah, right? You always yeah. know where he's at on the court when you watch the Celtics games because he's yeah. always making his presence felt. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Love Marcus Park. Uh, yeah, he's dope. Speaking of the NBA, let's talk about uh, there's some teams that are like overachieving and underachieving. I have like six teams here. I just want to know what's going on. Okay. A lot of these teams, you would think that we're talking about a different team when we're saying where they are. they're at in the standings. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't been paying attention to basketball for like three weeks, you're completely lost in the standings. Let's start. With it's the, been a complete. Let's start flip. with the Spurs. They are currently in ninth place in the West, mm-hmm. out of the playoff picture right now. And I mean, it's it's simple to say it's because Kawhi's not playing, but it's because Kawhi's not playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's only so much you can do with your best players being Pau Gasol and Lamarcus Aldridge, and you, there's only so much. You can coach if you're Greg Popovich to the tune of these. This team is nine games over 500, and their talent should be nine games under. Mm-hmm. So he's doing all he can. Kawhi needs to get back, and I think if he does, the Spurs will be right back where they usually are. Third best player in the NBA, right? Who Kawhi? Kawhi? Yep. Mm. Three, four, top probably five. Coming top in. five. Yeah. Top five. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's a top five two-way player in the league. Yeah. So people forget about him. Yeah. Last year and we were debating it's him or LeBron. We were so debating qu- that. He's so quiet. And then all of this came out about his sneaker deal, how he's only getting five mil a year, and now he wants more money. And well, he don't talk. He's not cool. That's why no one's buying your sneakers. Yeah, he got that. He got that commercial now though, where he's like bold like Kawhi. Yo, don't, don't fuck with me on Kawhi Leonard. Never seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen that commercial <laughs> all either. Right, so they're in ninth place. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he doesn't say that. Yeah. He doesn't say those exact words, but that's basically they just the dropped theme. like two of their last. <laughs> like they're like two and they're, eight in their last th- three and seven in their last ten. Yeah. San Antonio's thirty eight and thirty. Uh, sitting in ninth ahead of them, the Jazz, the Clippers, and Minnesota, mm. and New Orleans, all at thirty nine wins. They have thirty eight wins. And then if you just go a little bit further up, Oklahoma City's at forty one wins, and Portland's at forty one wins. How many games are left in the season? Twenty, maybe roughly fifteen. It's like f- fifteen, twenty. Fourteen to fifteen games. Yeah. Don't be surprised if they find themselves in the middle of the Western Conference pack. Well. Third seed to tenth seed is about four games. Yep. The difference in the loss column. Yep. So you're they just went on a bad streak there, and mm-hmm. then you look at some of the other teams in the West. They're they're on winning streaks. Yeah. Portland won ten in a row. Oklahoma City seven and three their last ten. New Orleans eight and two their last ten. So a lot of these teams are hot, and like you said, they're not yeah. playing. Well. Uh, their issue is obviously it's it's pretty simple. No Kawhi, and uh, you're paying eighty million dollars to Pau Gasol, Patty Mills, and Lamarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. That's also kind of an issue too. So Ka- Kawhi is what really makes that team. Like when you look at the Spurs, like you said, Tim, they're nine games above five hundred. They should be nine games below. But Kawhi Leonard is the reason why you take that team serious. Yep. Uh, same, same, same with the Cavs. Imagine if LeBron got hurt. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, speaking of the Cavs, Cavs. Man. Are you still as confident as you were when uh, two games after those uh, additions? No. Uh, it's just. <laughs> they're not as good. They're not the, the team's not good around LeBron. Like if you took LeBron out of that squad, like these guys, yes they add they add some athleticism. Yes they added a little defense, but they didn't add the offensive power like that what you're trying to replace is Kawhi as Kyrie Irving. And you're not going to replace him with guys like that. So they need more offensive firepower. I mean there's no way to there's no other way to put it. Uh, Le- if they're going to do anything in the playoffs, it's going to be LeBron James completely taking over and scoring like 35 points a game, which I, c- I can see happening. Mm. Uh, we posted from our account, is LeBron James aging like fine wine? 
Um, so far, so he so far he is like he's shown no signs of slowing down whatsoever. So uh, yeah, I mean, the Cavs just aren't as good as they were last year, and it's pretty obvious. Yo, anytime a team gives up a superstar, they never get equal value back, and that's really it. Yeah. LeBron don't got anybody he could check the ball off, and they could go get thirty on their own. I wonder if they regret not trading that Brooklyn pick before the All Star break. Maybe you they can't. You can't give that pick up, dude. With LeBron playing these games of one year deals, you Where's can't. That? That's your future right there. You can't. Right now, Brooklyn is twenty one and forty seven. No, the pick is like I think the pick is like four or five right now. If you look at the tank. Yeah, it's not even as it's not even as hot as it was coming into the year because the Nets have been playing better too. Well, they're, not playing better, the Brooklyn, but they're doing better they're than tied people for expected. The fourth worst. Record. It's their fifth. They're sitting in fifth right now yeah. in the Tankathon standings. Shout out Tankathon.com. I think that every. <laughs> That's they, a real thing, tankathon.com? Tankathon.com. You can sim the lottery like mo- as many times as you want. I could tell you're a Nick fan. Yeah, right? On that. <laughs> you know, it like that. Your team is in like, the tank. What are we doing? Yeah. We yo, just, the, these, how, many, we, how many ways can we get this number one pick? Can we get yeah. a frozen envelope again? Like Everyone was like, yo, Patrick Ewing, it was, it was fucking, yeah, they did it on purpose. I'll take it. Give me that. Can we get another one? Yeah. It's been a while. NBA? We'd love it. You want a good franchise in, the, in New York or not? Knicks, by the way, still the most valuable franchise on the Forbes list. Yeah. This is why we need to boycott people. Uh, Raptors. Yo, no love from anybody. No we, love. We got, we got, we get tweets and messages. Someone Instagram messaged us too. Like, yo, you guys need to do a podcast where you show love to the Raptors because no one does. Look, they play in Toronto. They're not in the States. Canada's team. Canada's team, right? But they're... They're mad good. Your bar, I think, was excellent about the... Say what you said about Dwayne Casey. So Dwayne Casey, essentially, uh, you know, he has the same groceries, but he's cooking a new dinner this year. Mm. There's not, 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 nothing different other than your boy OG. And uh, uh, Roby, the, the rookie. I, I think I butchered his name, but people know who he is, the rookie. Oh, OG. He's not going to finish top 10 in rookie of the year standings, but he's, he's a dude that's going to play in the league for like 10, 15 years because mm-hmm. he does everything simple and right. He's a very solid player. Also, like Landry Fields when he first got here. Fred Van Vliet, number one in net rating. Uh, potential. I mean, he's not going to win like six man of the year, but. Shout out Wichita State, right? Oh, yeah. That's where he. Um, he's, so he's number one in the NBA in net rating at 15.2. And in context, he's played in 14 more games than Steph Curry, who's number two in net rating at 14.7. Um, so. He runs their second unit. Yeah, he with could. With like uh, Nolan. Uh, uh, Powell. Powell, yeah. He should he should definitely be considered for six man of the year. Probably won't win it because he's not a, like a big name. Yeah. But he should definitely be considered for six man of the year. I also think DeRozan really stepped his game up. He, he shot yeah. three. He At just, the end of the day, it's it's all about did your best player yeah. take the their next step. Their best player took the next step, so now their team is taking yeah, the Yeah, he's next more step. efficient this season. Yeah, because la- last year watching, I mean the last couple of years watching him in the playoffs because they've been a high seed, teams are just begging him to shoot threes. Yep. And if you're a two guard and you're not shooting threes in this league anymore it's it's quiet for you and yeah. and look he didn't even improve much i think he's shooting like four percent high four percent higher from three this year than he did in his career but it's so drastic that now teams are actually respecting it the attempts are up the attempts are up too yeah and as a team though too right. like the, they're like top 10 in three-point attempts this year when like mp i like your your analogy about the same ingredients cooking a new dinner yeah it's the same piece of steak but this this DeRozan steak is grass-fed, yeah. organic, uh, like Colby beef. Yeah, uh, like now he's really become one of the in the conversation of top yeah. t- ten players, or definitely top ten guard in the league. It's all cool now, though. But historically, Lowry and DeRozan have struggled in the playoffs. Yeah. So this is sort of the season where it's like put up or shut up. 
Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have a hot take. I think they're coming out the East. That's, I don't think it's as hot as you think. I think I think on, on this episode, it's the, the 15th of March. Tomorrow is uh, National Stone Cold Day, 316. Yeah. Hello. Right? I think that the Raptors are going to the finals. I think they're coming out the East. Oof. Interesting. Yeah. I'm still going to have to take the Cavs, but it's more realistic than it has been for the last five years. That's for sure. Uh, Pacers? Yo. Oladipo. Oladipo. Word. What uh, the fuck? Most improved player of the, uh, most improved player of the year. Shout out to the Cavs for taking Anthony Bennett over him. Shout out to the Magic who gave up on him. Like tried to make him a point guard, which he wasn't. And then they just gave up on him. Shout out to Russell Westbrook, who all the players that leave him become better. Cantor, Durant, Oladipo says something about him. Even Sabonis too. Durant? He was part of that trade. Oh, you, if anyone thinks that the, that the Pacers lost that trade, you're drunk. Now, now, no, because also Paul George hasn't re-signed with them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the Thunder also it's working out for them. They're playing the isolation ball they wanted to play. They're fourth in the West. Like I think this trade it was a win-win because the Pacers wanted an isolation player, and as much as Old Depot is nice, he's not an isolation player per se, the same way that Paul George is, and they needed that. And the Pacers got a superstar to replace their superstar. Yeah. Also, that, he's from Indiana. And they yep, say he that he, he he goes like extra for them, too, because mm, he was a Hoosier. Mm-hmm. And the crowd loves him. Yeah, I, I, I was reading this one article that they did about him because he changed his whole diet, too. He went like vegan in the offseason. Y'all which, laugh. Y'all laugh. Well, it hasn't <laughs> always worked out best because like the athletes need the protein and shit, too. Like Arian Foster went Bro, vegan and then he was out the league. Protein's available Peanut everywhere. butter. Beans. beans. You get protein from vegetables. Let's not... Let's not let's not be false out here. The the United States has a weightlifter who bench pressed like eight hundred pounds and he's completely vegan. Let's go. Sorry for the sidebar. Not uh, no nah, for sure. But but a lot of people were saying that his 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 diet was a big part. Like he his whole body changed when he showed up to the Pacers. And Miles Turner took the next step for them. Sabonis also Bogdanovich. Yep. Who the Wizards had traded a first round pick for, and then they let him walk. He's like a sharpshooter for them from three. And I think Oladipo... Yo, Oladipo is a all-NBA first-teamer. He, he won't be on the started. first team. He should have started... In the yeah, league. I yeah. thought he should have started in the All-Star game. Like, deserving. I know the All-Star game is a fan vote, but as far as deserving, he definitely did. Pacers are 5-0 and against East playoff teams this month. And four of the four of the five have come on the road. So not only, not only are they beating good teams, but they're beating them on the road, which is very important in the playoffs. just want to say that. Yeah, Oladipo is... What if the Pacers came out of the East? That'll be some shit. Mm. Third, third seed right now. No, yeah, but I mean, they gotta get past the Cavaliers team. That if LeBron James gets hurt, they're eliminated. Uh, they gotta get past the Raptors, who don't have the best playoff track record, and the Celtics, who are it's a, it, it, just a bunch of rookies in Kyrie Irving. Yeah. But think about it, though. We're talking about the Pacers as a three seed, which is crazy. It's yeah. nuts. I don't know if any of us had them in the playoffs in in the preview show. I, didn't I know either. I didn't. I didn't no. either. And now they're a three seed. The team that I I could imagine them as a seven seed. The team that's a seven seed, I would have loved to see in the three seed. Fucking Bucks, but they went in and they fired Jason Kidd like idiots. <laughs> um, uh, Pelicans. Uh, Anthony Davis has yeah. just gone ape shit. <laughs> Everybody, yo, ESPN put out an article: the top twenty five guys in the league under twenty five. Anthony Davis is still under twenty five years old, which is crazy because he's been in the league for so long, and. Ever since Boogie went down, he just took the next step, and he's just been going bananas. First in the NBA points per game, 31. First in blocks per game, 3. Second in steals per game. So not only is he scoring, but Jesus. he's also doing it on defense. What's the, what's his rebounds looking like? 
Uh, give me a second. Double digits. Oh, dude, for sure. Triple double with blocks the other night, by the way. Yeah, that was. That's absurd. He's insane. Yeah. I don't know how anyone. He can oh, score on every at, at on at every point of the court. Yeah, and also Drew Holiday has been bowling for them, yeah. and I'm I'm still not a fan of his contract because when he's playing, it's dope that he's out there, but he's a guy that's had a lot of injury issues, and eventually, just because it happens all the time, when he does get hurt, you're gonna be looking. It's gonna be like with the Knicks as Knicks fans, we look down the bench and Noah's making 17 a year. Well, he's actually not on the bench. Oh yeah, he's not even around the team anymore. Yeah, all right, but but Memphis, they got to look at Chandler Parsons, who his agent is the greatest agent of all time. But the the Pelicans, they took the next step once Boogie went down. Anthony da- Anthony Davis took the next step, and that's why the Pelicans are where they are. They're a four five seed. They're around there in the in the West. No people mad at Joakim. I'm not mad at Joakim. He's taking Jim Dolan's money. Keep taking it. Pelicans fifth. Look, we're on camera now. You can see my face. Jim Dolan, you see me? I fucking hate you. Isn't it James? I don't even respect Jim, you and call Jim, you James. James. Jimmy, Jim. James, yeah, yeah, James, yeah. Jimmy Dolan. That doesn't make sense. Where does Richard and Dick come from, though? Sorry, but I just don't get I don't know. That. Yeah. There's a lot of names that don't make sense like that. Yeah. Like Robert and Bob? Yeah. Well, Rob, Bob. I can see that. <laughs> Richard and Dick is like completely... I don't really understand don't that one. Is. Yeah, so new one, the Pelicans. Also, uh, Nick and Lamb. <laughs> what is that? I mean, Ephemios and Tim. I mean, lamb is like one. I mean, yeah. Uh, Great food. New Orleans, 11 games over 500 and fifth. A game behind in the loss column to OKC. Two games behind in the win column against Portland. If you're a superstar, you got to get your team into the playoffs. Simple as that. And Anthony Davis this year should get the Pelicans into into the, the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the last team I have here is the Blazers. Dame Dollar. Dollar time. Yo. Man. It's time. Exactly. He's right been. There. And he, they've been doing it against good-ass teams, too. They've beaten the Warriors twice on this win streak. They've He's been playing at an elite level. He's taking it to the next step. And there's another guy. That, he's still pretty young, dude. He's 26, 27 years old. And he just has gone off. Also, Mo Harkless. Ed yeah. Davis is playing big minutes for them, too. Noah Vonley was starting for them. And they just cut. Not cut him, but he doesn't really get much burn for them. And then obviously CJ McCollum too. Yeah, but it's really it's it's the Dame show. Ten in a row. Yeah, ten in a row. I think that this team finally has an identity. I think last year they kind of struggled because it was McCollum some days, it was Dame other days. It's got to be McCollum as the runner up. I, I I remember I was I was listening to Bill Simmons and usually I like Bill Simmons takes, but he was saying he'd rather have McCollum over Dame last year. I, I didn't understand it. I don't. Who said that? Uh, Simmons. Bill, Bill, Bill Simmons, Simmons. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I don't get it. McCollum's a good player, good shooter. Dame is a superstar. Yeah. Yo, LeBron actually came out because I, I believe they're either playing the, the Blazers. They're playing the Blazers soon, either tonight or tomorrow. And uh, it, it's tonight? They're playing? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. the reporter asked him, like, yo, is Dame underappreciated? He's like, yo, give him to me, and I'll show you how appreciated he is. There's a lot of players in the league that are nice, yo, but no one knows about them because their teams get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, or they play in a Portland they play in a, a shitty market compared to some of the other big markets, and they're not playing deep into the playoffs. A Nurkic, too. Solid big man. That pop people are like, who? Who's yeah, that? Yeah, Nurkic also. Mo yeah. Harkless is from Queens. Shout out. Yeah, didn't he go to St. John's? He did. He did, he right? did yeah. yeah. You would know. I covered Mo Harkless. He was, he was underutilized. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're balling out. They're a three seed right now. Definitely overachieving. 
and hats off to Dame. He he should be. I actually tweeted about it because there was a ESPN graphic that had a top five of uh of MVP candidates, and he wasn't on there. And I think that he should definitely be in that discussion. Mo Harkless. Yeah, Mo Harkless. <laughs> Mo Harkless's chick, top five. Top five, top five, top five. I showed we had this conversation before. I showed you her uh, Instagram. Yo, how you know you shady know everyone that he's a creep. athletes are dating. He's yeah, creep, I am. Bro. I am. There's one of my favorite things to do is I go on his Instagram and all the girls that comment on him. Of course, I know Joe. You're like you're like TMZ, but like I'm a pro- prolific like DM if, slider. If Pornhub met TMZ, that would be you. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Would it like not Pornhub? Yeah, not Pornhub. Wait, what else? Not TMZ either. I don't, like I don't off-brand like, shit. Not because you know who all the athletes are dating. I mean, but yeah. only because you want your penis to be somewhere involved in that equation. I mean, yeah, that'd be nice, but See? I just don't have any of their <laughs> salary, so we need VM to blow up. Yeah, We need up. a blue check is what we really need. We need blue checks. Oh, uh, here we go. Yo, I'm, I'm with the blue why check. Why are you looking movement. at me? Like, I, I can't make you this happen. Blue check. Yo, you can make you things can make happen, happen, that's why. Yeah, we, but I didn't make the blue check happen. I got like over 1,000 followers now. I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just, Santa Gato Studios got to like, Get a blue check. Like we're, it, it's a podcast center. Like that'd come be on, nice. Man. That'd be nice. What's good, Twitter? What's up? Just want to say Lakers are killing too. I know that they're not on our Lonzo, list. Yeah, they're, they're Lakers are not on our list. Lonzo, when when he's in the lineup, they're uh, they're a five hundred team. They're like twenty two and twenty two. Uh, since Julius Randle became the starter mm. at the end of December, right before the New Year, Lakers are twenty and 14, 12th best record over that period. So that's they're they're a playoff team since the the calendar turned. Uh, so Julius Randle's balling, Lonzo's back. Um, yeah, just just wanted to shout out the Lakers because I feel like everyone talks shit about Lonzo when he's playing bad, but no one ever compliments him when he's playing well. How about his pops just leaving the country and then his career took off? He's like he's taking, been playing he's better over now because he got the he's big in, baller water. Yeah, but he's in Lithuania with the other two Wait, kids. What? Yeah, big baller brand got water bottles now. Like like a. <laughs> Yeah, don't ask. Am I the only one that thinks all water tastes the same? Nope. That's dumb, though. You are. For real? Essential. Yeah, because, like, crazy. Aquafina is literal garbage. Aquafina, like, that's the only one I really can taste different. Like, Aquafina is trash. It's the Coca-Cola company, so. It's like there's salt in it. If you look on the back of the fucking right. bottle, it says salt. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm telling you. Like, if you go to a restaurant and you request Voss water, I think you're an asshole. No, I also think you're a fucking asshole, too. Like, And I'll also be like, yo, tap. I don't give a fuck. Like, what the hell? But, like, Aquafina, if I'm mad thirsty and I go into a deli, I'm going out of my way not to get Aquafina because it's not going to, like, quench my I thirst. I spit that bar all the time when I'm not in New York. I'm like, yo, you know, New York got the best tap water in the yeah. world, right? That's, That's why the bagels so, are the best. So First of yeah. Drinking out of all, drinking out of uh, hydrants, fire. That everything drink out of a school water fountain in the Bronx though, and then tell me about <laughs> tell me about tap water then. Yeah, but that's because but the water that comes out's nice. It's just that like it has to pass through like yeah people putting the mouth on the, the shit, yo, and peeing on. That it. was no one, has, one of the weirdest things ever growing up. I know we've like got people, away from like people talking put their sports, mouth on. But, a, yeah, what are you doing? Yo, come on, they, used, they told me in third grade that if you put your mouth on the water fountain, you'll get AIDS. Come on. <laughs> I promise Who you, I learned they? that in a textbook. My, my, like, yo, they were like, ways you can get AIDS. Sex. Putting your mouth on a water fountain. Kissing. They just was like sitting on the toilet seat. Fucking AIDS gonna kill you. Wait, really? Yeah. I used to be afraid of that, too. I'm like, yo, someone put their mouth on this shit. Like, you can get AIDS like that. Not even. Just, that's just gross, though. And then you got third graders being like, oh, you have AIDS. It was 
It was just inappropriate as fuck. There's a rumor going around Louis Armstrong. Joe and I went to the same middle school. <laughs> I, I went to Louis Armstrong a weird thing. You, he pointed at me right after you said the Shout out to Louis Armstrong. I went to Louis Armstrong. Shout out. But we didn't go at the same time, I think. I went to school with your brother, though. Yes, you when did. People, back, back, back in the day, I got bullied a little bit. I think it was like fifth grade. Your brother stood up for me. I think it was sixth grade. I don't remember. Wait, deadass? Not like bullied, but like I was like kind of like a loser. And like Johnny is like, yo, that's my guy right there. Impy was the guy back in the day when I was in like seventh or eighth grade i glossed up after but like (laughs) (laughs) glow up was real he would he would wear like this lebron james all-star jersey like every like at least four times a week i had mad jerseys and then and then whenever we would be talking about sports like yo impy right 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 and he'd be like yeah see let's go he was that guy he was the end all be all on on stats i swear to god anyway there was a rumor that (laughs) someone got crabs from sitting on a toilet seat and so i've never sat on a toilet seat ever since are you serious swear to god damn has it affected you that long i mean like I mean, How do you, you shit in public areas? You hover? I have like a method. So I clean the toilet seat with soap and I water. Do, I also do that. Right? And then but I'll, I'll leave it slightly moist, right? So that, the <laughs> can, so that when I put the toilet paper cover, uh, the toilet paper on the seat, it sticks. So it's not like, you ever sit on the toilet seat and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put toilet paper on the toilet seat. I just Bro, clean you the do this seat. like. It's this a method. How much time you got? Because every time I go to the bathroom in public, it's because I can't go another second without <laughs> shitting. Yeah, yeah. I don't Yo, plan on. You know what? I'm gonna take a shit like when nice, I go out tonight. No, it just so happens. Talk about nice public bathrooms. So like, I wouldn't take a shit like Literally, that. That doesn't exist in this fucking city. Oh yeah. What if you're like at like a restaurant, like a nice restaurant, where like, oh, I'm blowing it up. You're at a bowling alley. No, but if I'm at a restaurant, I, I trust that no one's got crabs in here. I oh, so you're sitting, trying. you're sitting down. Nah, yo, I put the thing. You know they have that, that that cover thing. I hate those. Nah, nah. you just put that on yeah, there. I don't fuck with that either. Man. Man. I clean the seat, soap and water, dry it, ass cheeks directly. Got it. Direct contact with toilet seat. Yo, you soap and water this shit? I do. No, I'm not Cinderella. The, you gotta, yo, <laughs> think about this. I just wanted you to think about this. New York City, nine million people in it. They're like twelve. I thought it was eight. Eight million people. All right, eight million people. Crazy. You're in a restaurant. You don't know what the fuck just sat on that. It could be anyone. Bro, what's happening to my butt cheeks? Crabs. Ding, I, ding, 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 ding. I have yet to get crabs, and I've been raw dogging 26 years. Let's go. You've been raw dogging but, the uh, toilet, like, toilet seats. Toilet seats, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I've been raw dogging like four years. Yo, my boy John, too, just... <laughs> <laughs> my, boy dude, my boy John could just shit anywhere. Yo, me too. I can shit anywhere too. Uh, yo, we went to yo, a if bar. you gotta go, you gotta go, man. Nah, that's that's it. what I'm saying. Like, yo, like <laughs> You gotta that's it. I don't go in public unless it's like, yo, I I'm I'm not gonna make it anywhere. Yo, you know where I shit where it was awful on a plane. That sucks, bro. Oh. You're shitting like I've shit bro, I shit <laughs> on a plane. It sucks yeah, so yeah, bad. I shit on a plane, there was turbulence. I thought it was gonna shit all over the ground. Yeah. <laughs> on a plane is rough. It's crazy. I took my first shit on a plane on my way to Spain. Not fun. Bars. Not fun. Oh, word, bars. Oh, that was bars. I'm on my way to Spain <laughs> after I watched Blaine okay, do magic tricks insane. Goodbye. All right. What you saying? Anyway, let's wrap this up before <laughs> fucking Tim keeps going. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrap on all social media, though I'm taking a little break from Instagram and Facebook right now and Snapchat, so you can find me on Twitter, at Tim Patrap. Nice. Also, at Brodo Fantasy is where you're going to find all the fantasy baseball needs that you may have, and a little cheap plug. Uh, I'm having a show Ooh. next Friday. Mm. I will update you guys next week with Where is the it? address. Oh. I'm not sure, but it's called MDX. Like. And you could find it on my Twitter or you could follow at Johnny Patrop on all social media outlets and you can have that. I like ice in my ramen noodles. Shit's exclusive. Shh.
<laughs> hey, that song goes off <laughs> and it's stuck in my head ever since i heard it. uh nick where can they find you lamb vm10 on all social media at degeneration bet on twitter we actually talked a little tiger this week golf you know if you could bet it we talk about it you know hey. what i'm saying so tiger back tiger he's favorite. actually the favorite now for the masters by the way yeah, yeah. No, that's 12 to 1 last week now he's the favorite. I hope Tiger see wins. That, see how that happens. A major and pulls his dick out and swings it all over the TV. Yo, Tiger Woods. Big dick or little dick? Hmm. Giant dick. You think so? Y- yo. What? He's half Asian, though. The, the greatest, fuck does that mean? <laughs> the greatest thing about Tiger Woods was the time that he was out with Barkley and Jordan. <laughs> Wait, and and Jordan had all these girls around him. And Tiger Woods went up to Jordan and was like, yo, how do you get all these girls? And Jordan just told him. Yo, tell him you're Tiger Woods. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe he's a little insecure. You know. Wait, what's I mean, he was cheating on a supermodel with a supermodel. You know what that means? Thick fucking dick. Yeah. Anyway, where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do it. I M P Y two underscores. You already know Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and Devito. And Devito twenty seven on all social media to Let's follow go. Boss, who is not here. Did you say you already know? Yeah. Um, oh, I missed my cue. That's and right. you guys can follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato and go follow our, our uh, Twitter at Veterans Minimum, our Instagram, Veterans underscore Minimum, and our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. Also, we are, the recording, YouTube. We are recording these on, uh, on video now, so you can check out our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com slash Veterans Minimum. Moving on up. To the video side. We're going to end this now before Tim continues to say anything else. Thanks for listening. I'm doing it again. I'm video. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.